This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Jenks, I was saying that I spent way too much time looking at some of these games because Mm -hmm. I was like deep in the rabbit hole and thinking, all right, I want to pick a side or a total in this one. And I've already committed so much time to handicapping this that I don't want to just throw it away. But some of these lines seem just about right. So I'm trying to like lean on other things when it comes to bowl games because handicapping bowl games is a little different than handicapping regular season games. You have to consider the opt-outs. You've got to consider uh, the difference in time to prepare because when you have somebody who's a head coach that number one has not left for another program and number two is a solid head coach, maybe that Mm -hmm. is a, a kick in the one direction for the team with the better head coach. But I don't know. I feel like bowl games are either very easy for some people to handicap or very difficult for people just parachuting in uh, like me. So do you like handicapping bowl games more than regular season games or do you think it's a little trickier? I think it's trickier because you have so much more of a sample size. And as we know, especially in the NFL, the lines get sharper and sharper, but I think it's more fun just because I think bowl season is so interesting. Even Jason Scott from BetMGM said that. I asked him, I said, is it harder? It's bowl season? He's like, no, this is the easiest time of year to set lines because we know who each team is. But just from a, just from a pure enjoyment perspective, as someone who loves college football and college football is my favorite sport, when you see these matchups that you didn't anticipate, maybe teams from different conferences, whatever it is, then I, I get a lot of joy out of just learning about these different teams and these matchups, even though – I think it is harder to handicap. Yeah, I wouldn't say joy is a word that I would use (laughs) when looking up these teams. Fair enough. Uh, But I do think when you're looking at the lower level bowl games, there are kids that are super motivated to play. Like not everybody's opting out for, you know, the Bahamas Bowl Mm -hmm. or the Cure Bowl uh, for some of these teams that don't have kids that are going to be playing in the NFL. So I do think it means something to those kids but let's get into it right now and go across the board and uh, tell you who we like the most in the college football bowl games this week Pick Pick six. all right jenks why don't you lead off here with uh your first college football bowl pick I will do that, and I'm going to the Fenway Bowl. Cincinnati getting a point and a half against Louisville. This is such a bizarre game because Scott Satterfield has left Louisville for Cincinnati, even though he's not going to be coaching either team in this game. But that leaves the Cardinals, A, without their head coach. But more importantly, they're not going to have Malik Cunningham under center, and he is the guy that runs that offense for the Cardinals. He's getting ready for the NFL draft. If you look at the rosters top to bottom, Chelsea, the Bearcats are just a better team here. I love that they're getting points. I want to see Louisville try to win this game with a backup quarterback after their head coach left. So give me Cincinnati plus one and a half against Louisville in the Fenway Bowl. Ooh, yeah, I'm excited to watch that one just because I think it's an interesting dynamic when they attempt to have bowl games at baseball fields. And isn't yes. the, the crazy thing is they're going to be sharing a sideline? Like, aren't they on the same side of the field? I think so. It's so weird. Yeah, and Fenway's such a wonky setup anyway, even for baseball. So just visually, it's going to be fun to watch. 
Yeah, and hopefully nobody gets hurt because that's the other thing. When you like oh, convert something into something that it is not, sometimes it can be a little tricky. If you do want to watch that one, kickoff set for Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern from Fenway Park in Boston. Big six. All right, let's go to the Bahamas, where Jenks just got back from. Uh, for the Bahamas Bowl between UAB and Miami of Ohio. The line on this one, UAB laying 10.5 points, and it's a low total game. So for me, I think that's the first thing you look at is the fact that it's a low total game. You're not expecting uh, much offense in this one from either team as the total set at 44.5, 45, depending on where you get it. Some big opt-outs in this one as uh, Dwayne McBride, the nation's leading rusher uh, who plays for UIB, is not expected to play in this one. But here's the thing about UIB. They have a stable of running backs who are more than capable yeah. of filling in for McBride. So I'm not uh, too worried about UIB being able to score and get some yards on the ground. But when you're a rush-first offense, I'm not sure if you cover a 10.5-point spread. So I think for me, you see a low total like that. It's a bowl game, and double-digit chalk has not performed well uh, in bowl games traditionally, covering at a 40% clip. So I'll take the other side. I'll go Miami of Ohio, getting the 10.5. UAB, as good as they have been, just 1-3 against the spread as double-digit favorites. So let's go Miami of Ohio plus 10.5. Oh, I was trying to handicap this game, and I'm like you, Chelsea. One. Yeah, it was a really tough one. So good on you for choosing this one, but I'm with you. This this came down when I looked at both sides. It just came down to the fact I thought the line is just too high here. That's what it came down to for me. So I think that's the right side. Good luck to you. Kickoff set for 1030 this morning from Nassau, Bahamas. Big six. Big six. Oh, one of my favorite plays for the weekend. It's the L.A. Bowl. Fresno State taking on Washington State. Now, this number has moved to Fresno State minus four. I got it at minus three, laying a little juice, minus 130. I do not care. I love Fresno State here. Washington State has been absolutely gutted by the transfer portal. They have lost their two best receivers, Donovan Ali, Dijon Stribling, gone. Their top linebacker, gone their defensive coordinator gone he left the same job at arizona state so man some of their best players and their defensive coordinator not on the team not playing in this one not participating in this one and then this is a short trip for fresno going to la and you've got a lot of players on that fresno roster who are from the la area so it's almost like a homecoming for them they're going to want to show out jeff tedford has done a really good job in bowl games and with fresno state give me the bulldogs minus three at minus 130 they could roll on this one i'm playing a little safe maybe a little cheap here but i think fresno state's the right side you pronounce the s in fresno i don't think i do that we lived in fresno and i feel like we said uh, fresno you know what that is? That's that's a habit, and I don't think – I think it's Fresno. I, but I've said this before. When I worked in Boise – Boise, and I used, yeah. Yeah, it's Boise. And so, that again, the first day I arrived in, I was saying Boise, and it's the first thing they told me. They said, listen, you have to say Boise. It's Boise. It's Boise. The locals will know that you're from – I mean, they knew I was from out of town anyway, but that's one thing they hate. You have to say Boise. So when I see Fresno, I say Fresno, and that's because of my habit of saying Boise. That's exactly where that comes from. I had a feeling, but I, like I said, I lived in Fresno, and I feel like never nobody said it like Fresno, but it does sound uh, nice. It sounds like, yeah, I don't Fresno. know. 
a touch highbrow uh, compared to just Fresno uh, or Fresno. <laughs> Uh, how most people have said it in my experience. If you do want to watch that one, the Dogs and Cougars kick off Saturday at 3.30 Eastern from SoFi Stadium. Big six. Big six. All right, next up for me, going to the Cure Bowl in Orlando. Who doesn't want to go to Orlando? Me. I hate Orlando. Anyways, <laughs> uh, it's UTSA laying a point and a half against Troy. I think the key stat to watch in this one was the line the fact that it's already flipped in fact utsa opened as underdogs in this one getting a point and a half this line has flipped i think a lot of people are seeing this utsa offense and thinking that is the the part that you want to back uh, i do like this utsa offense troy is going to want to slow this game down but i don't think they can uh, the Roadrunners, one of the more prolific offenses in college football averaging almost 500 yards per game through the air. They just lost their offensive coordinator, which maybe is a problem in this one, but still they have the pieces to contend and still put up a ton of points here. I think this line flip is telling. When you have line movement in a bowl game that's not one of the big mm -hmm. ones, I think you should take uh, strong notice. So I'll go with UTSA on the money line here uh, to be a little safer, minus 115 in the Cure Bowl. Oh, I love this. I'm mad I didn't choose it myself. Well, I'll just play it personally because we get bowl games today, which is so exciting. But I love Jeff Trailer, the head coach at UTSA, and I guarantee you he's one of those coaches. You see this from time to time in college football where they start off in the high school ranks, the great recruiters, great high school coaches. Then they take a small-ish college job, and then they get boosted again to a higher level. That's going to happen with Jeff Trailer, who – that's the story with him. A legend in high school coaching in East Texas. He was on the Texas staff for a while. Then he took over at UTSA, and UTSA continues to win. And also, Frank Harris Jr., their quarterback, is no joke. One yeah. of the best all-around players in college football. Fourth in total offense as an individual. So I'm with you. Love the Roadrunners here. It is the Cure Bowl from beautiful Orlando. Today at one between UTSA and Troy. Big six. Oh, speaking of Boise State, the Broncos <laughs> laying 10 and a half points against North Texas in the Frisco Bowl, north of Dallas in Frisco, Texas. This line opened Boise State laying seven and a half. It is now ballooned to Broncos minus 10 and a half. I still think it's the right side. The Mean Green fired their head coach, Seth Luttrell, after they made the Conference USA Championship game but lost. So I'm not quite so sure how UNT is going to respond here. And that Boise defense, one of the best in the nation, allowing 18.5 points per game. The money is just pouring in on the Broncos. I totally get why. It's a big number. I don't care. Plus, I used to cover the Broncos in Boise on that blue turf. Got a little soft spot in my heart for those guys. They're tugging at my heartstrings. Win one for me, guys. Boise State minus 10 and a half is a play. Well, you don't need them to win. You need them to cover. You need them to win yes. big. It needs to be yes, domination. Blowout. It's going to be a blowout. Yeah. Uh, so it would be nice for a nice, easy win for Jinx. If you do want to watch that one, uh, it's a 9-15 kickoff in the East from Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas. Big six. Big six.
All right, let's go to Las Vegas because that's way better than going to Orlando. Let's head to the Las Vegas Bowl between Oregon State and Florida. Huge line movement in this one as it opened. I believe Oregon State laying six and a half, maybe seven. It is ballooned all the way to 10 because if you looked at look at the opt-outs and the injuries for Florida, it takes like three scrolls on your phone to just get down the list for all the players who are not playing for the University of Florida in this one. So I'm wondering if the motivation is going to be there. It's a short turnaround for a bunch of guys who have never played or at least have limited experience for Florida. I'm going to follow the line movement here. And plus, Oregon State has been really good against the number. If you look at them this season, one of the best covering teams in all of college football, 10-2 against the number, including six straight wins against the spread. And as favorites of more than a touchdown, 3-0 and against the spread in their last three games as big favorites. So I think that is the, the factor in this one for Oregon State. Yes, Florida is an SEC school. Yes, they have an Oregon State or uh, an Ohio State transfer coming in at quarterback to replace uh, Anthony Richardson, who's not playing this one. But still, I think Oregon State rolls. I think they continue to be covering machines. And I'll be laying the 10 points in the Las Vegas Bowl. Oh, I like this one quite a bit. This was almost one of my best bets, but I decided to go against it. But yeah, the Beavers are just going to run all over Florida. They're going to wear down that Florida defense, which is not great at stopping the run. And that's exactly what the Beavers like to do. And you mentioned Anthony Richardson being out. Now, what, Jalen Kitten is out, so they're down at a third stringer. Yeah, I, I, I like the Beavers here. I think eventually they just wear down Florida over the course of the game and cover that 10. So Chelsea, not going to be a squad play, but I absolutely love that pick. Yeah, we'll see. Confidence rating for me for my bull picks is like a two out of five, like if we were giving stars. Uh, like I said, college football is not like my strongest uh, wheelhouse here on the show, but I did the research these are my plays. Take them or leave them. Fade me or follow me. I do not care. Jinx, I saw today Chelsea. that North Dakota State was playing Incarnate Word. Apparently, yeah. there's some like FCS playoffs. Have you paid attention at all to these games? You just said you love snow games. I'm pretty sure the last game had a ton of snow. Oh, well, I did not know. I did not know Incarnate Word had a football team. North Dakota State is a is an FBS or FCS powerhouse so i know yeah i almost State. blindly yeah. took them yeah I they're so very much. very good i thought incarnate word was just a basketball school <clears throat> so just on i would blindly pick north dakota state or i think south dakota state's actually very very good as well if you want if you want to pick a team in the fcs just go with a dakota school north dakota south dakota you'll be fine they own that space in college football for more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.